Hey, beautiful souls. It's Bo here. You can see the DJ's head's bobbing at the same pace as mine. two podcasts have had little copyright things so I guess you have to not play any music or play your own music but it is nice to have a little bit of noise in the background but as I found out that the audio quality definitely deteriorates on the voice yeah um, I've just been sitting here meditating and I had so many uh downloads of things I wanted to talk about on the podcast yeah. queens and kings it's a fascinating topic because especially now with uh, King Charles being inaugurated I feel that that like sparked a lot of people's interest in kings and queens again it's like what are, what are we doing this for and I had no idea I was oblivious. I never really knew what the be why there was even a queen. Right? Yeah, I just uh, just felt that oh, that's they just come along with the the government. But when you start to look back in history, and you see the amazing um, like the stories of the kings and queens, and like just English history over the last thousand years has been like fascinating crazy so crazy at times but there were reigns of of good of good rulers who like steered england in the right direction you know th they probably they come along the good ones and then the you get a bad one or yeah just the pressures of everything going on in the world makes it pretty hard to to be the best leader at that, those times or who knows but yeah there, were, there was some amazing kings and queens I've only just started watching the, some of the TV series I'm keen to watch the one with Kate Blanchett about Queen Elizabeth I haven't seen that yet 
but yeah, um, just yeah, really rocking it into the kings and queens of uh, the past. Because the what seems to have been like this system that went for thousands of years, it was like that was pretty much, and I understand why it's because from the first village or from the first like nomadic tribe, you would have had to have someone in charge, and that person in charge would have been the um, the one most capable to do it, right? Yeah, but then you get all different types of uh, leaders. Yeah. So, but yeah, it starts from there. It's just this this top down sort of approach seems to work and that that's the natural flow of the order of things we just naturally form into those groups hmm but that's a that's another thing about the kings and queens i think it's important to see see is that well they didn't it wasn't just them guys that they had like a whole uh like uh, like a bunch of elders around them they had like the wise group of people s with who are you know top of their game you know they that so yeah they, there was like a a group of them below the king and so that a lot of things went through them like the the way i see like a the role of a king is just a, like a final decision but the rightful the right king would utilize his all these wise people that he has around him and you know the more wise and the more enlightened they are the better yeah and he just had to make a final decision but i'm sure the decision was already made just by listening to the what people had to say but yeah that's that's the he's just the final decider because you need to have that, otherwise nothing will get decided. And I think you see that in communities and uh, all sorts of organisations, th that when there's difficult decisions to be made, they don't get made. Mm. But then you, it all comes back to you got to have the right person who's going to make the right decisions. And that is something that is some for reason not talked about in in our history in our even our modern history like let's talk about our leaders and <coughs> their qualities that made them good leaders and how many can we class as good leaders it's very hard to know really because you're not you're not in with them you only hear it's always sound bites of your leaders you don't get to know who they are and that should change as well because you've got to get to know who they are you've got to get to know who that what their heart is and then you can start to know your leader mm. All right, I'm going to put some music on. We'll risk the uh, copyright ban.
I wonder what the uh, the time limit is for you to get copyrighted on a soundtrack. Maybe you can play it for like 10 seconds and it's okay. Or maybe you can't play it at all. It'd be interesting to know. Mm, hello, Mango. How are you? You want to come over here? I just started wearing a kilt. had it for a while, but um, I feel that there's something freeing about uh, kilt. And uh, yeah, I think there was a reason why that everyone in the past wore kilts or like, you see the Romans, they sort of wore a kilt as well. Like everyone seems to have worn kilts. And I think it's just, you feel more like a man, believe it or not. How ironic that, yeah, feel wearing a kilt feels more manly but there's definitely something about having your balls hanging free <laughs> and i do know that the five minutes sunlight on your balls every day uh like they said like 200 percent increase in testosterone production in your body and it's like yeah really is that how can that be possible but like i I s had a scan through the internet and there was a couple of reports on it. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm keen get my balls in the sun anytime. And so when you've got a, a kilt on, you can do that. You can just squat for five minutes in the sun, have a have a break, and uh, yeah, then you you get your manliness back, get your testosterone production up. So it's like, yeah. We should all be wearing kilts, and there is it's there's something definitely more free. Uh, more there's more power in it, and obviously that you're getting more testosterone production, some more lights, more lights getting to your balls, even if it's bouncing off the sidewalk. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the whole I like I'm fascinated with. Uh, the tartans of Scotland and there's a whole like there's a whole uh, story behind every tartan and the clan's colours yeah I think that the tartans go back all the way to the, the Celts to like the Scythians like the Scythians were come from the Black Sea region I think like 3000 BC but they were like they basically came in and took all over Europe 
and so this Tartans, I believe, are like a remnant from the Scythians that came in and became the Celts, the Germanics, and uh, pretty much everyone in Europe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot, lot of uh, unknown history that I would love to. I can't wait to learn more about. And yeah, we're living in this time where information is so much more easily available, and more and more information is coming. Like history is. There must be so many people so interested on in being archaeologists now, <laughs> just from all the TV shows. It's like I want to get there. I want to get down into Syria and dig up on some Babylonian ziggurats. <laughs> like, hell yeah. And that's the thing with... Because I, I don't think we really know much about our ancient forebears at all. Yeah. I bet you there's way more information out there than we know. And it, I think you get so much of the information from the burial sites like that was smart enough to leave uh, traces of this society and civilization in the in the tombs like how else do you like if they if these guys are wise people which they I believe they were like they they would know that their future will you know their civilization will end at some point and in you know if they know time and how long it extends thousands thousands of years like you want to leave some remnants of your civilization like the best bits to show show the the future what you did Like that to me is more valid. Like you put, it's a time capsule, time capsule of the time. Like that, if for an advanced society, like that's the way you would think. It's like, yeah, let's lock in some of our coolness, <laughs> some of our, the cool things we've created, and uh, then someone from the future, because you know that that past is going to be very hard to hang on to and you can see that in like the Babylonians the the Sumerians the, there's so many civilizations that have just like been wiped like what about Angkor Wat we know so little about the people who built that like wow like what sort of civilization builds that like it's this magnificent temple city and it's all laid out perfectly like the, the des someone designed it and they built it mm. but it's withstood the test of time like it was left alone you know like in Europe <laughs> everything gets built on or destroyed <laughs> yeah where there's this temple in Angkor Wat. I know uh, they say 1600s, but still, it's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we don't. How do you keep your civilization? How do you show the future? 
and uh, that's what I think the pyramids are. Like this is was in a very advanced civilization at some point that built those pyramids as like time capsules for us, and because to break them down is like a insurmountable job <laughs> like you have to yeah you can't do it and so they cracked off the outer shell which they say was like this white marble on the on the Giza pyramids but yeah the at one point they were the that's the historical text like the, there's information there and it's also showing the the greatness of the civilization that went before like they were great and I don't think they were built with slaves they were built with pe willing people because they were happy being there like is that it's such a fundamental change for a lot of people to to think that the people in the past were living in a society that was uh, in harmony yeah so then it these people these they knew about this harmony that existed when when you have the right society and structure and leaders and yeah so they knew and so that's why they would uh they had ways to to select the leaders that was different to the way we select ne leaders now mm. and that's what I believe like the Egyptian book of the dead is not about the dead it's about weighing the heart of the, the, the queen and the king that you're about to put on the throne because that's the most important thing. Like, I don't believe the Egyptians were that much about the death. It's funny, I heard a TikTok video this morning, and they said, I think all the Egyptians ever did was think about dying. And this is the thing. they were. I believe they were the complete opposite. They didn't care about death. They lived life. They were about living life and living in, in harmony and... Yeah, to live like these a beautiful civilization. Yeah, so they had ways to select those rulers, and I believe what the bloodline, how the bloodline works, is that if you have rulers that are the type of rulers that are good-hearted and good at what they do like good that's their bread they've been born to be that like they have these they are priest king warrior kings right you have those people in charge in charge reigning I like the word reigning reigning so they, they've shown their quality so that's why there was a bloodline and 
you know about the Y chromosome for men with the Y chromosome it passes to the father to son it doesn't pass to the daughters the Y so but it doesn't change it stays the same Y chromosome and then this is how they identify uh, like global uh, what do you call it just movements of people moving throughout all the world is this Y chromosome signature so yeah you can have your hundred if, if this is why they say when the line is broken if you've had a hundred generations and every generation has a boy you will have the same Y chromosome as the your grandfather's like hundredth generation. You got the same Y chromosome. Yeah, and there's probably more genetics that you hold, like because it's the the male, 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 male. It doesn't get mixed, and that is why we hold on to our surnames. Right, the men hold the male line surname, and it's because. So now I can follow, like, my Y chromosome. If I, I can follow back to that that man a hundred generations ago, who's my, my direct relative, because I have the same Y chromosome as him. Yeah. Yeah, so that is, that's pretty interesting. And then I believe you do get, maybe, like, who knows? Hey, Mango. Who knows how uh, much genetic memory is stored in those that in that genetics in that Y chromosome like maybe there's uh, characteristics there's memories life memories life learnings so there's characteristic character traits that you're inheriting through each generation and that that's I know that's actually a fact epigenetics I think they call it yeah, but how much is it through that why? Anyway, that that's I believe why they have they they wanted to follow a bloodline, a bloodline of good rulers. Yeah. And yeah, and that's that's exactly how all these civilizations have operated. And a, an interesting one was the I read about the dynasties in China where they had a dynasty that had like over 50 kings or something like don't quote me on the number but they yeah a line that had been very successful and done great things for China but then towards the end their leaders started to go bad and bi and corrupt and so another bloodline of rulers from a different little area or a clan I guess uh said we're gonna you're not following the laws of God anymore we're gonna take over and there was a bit of a skirmish but I think what happens is when the people realize that God is not on someone's side anymore they jump onto the person whose God's side is on like that so there's not really much of a battle like people know a king that's got God on his side 
yeah a good hearted king hmm Mango is the most loving cat. He's the he's per he's a per baby, and he sleeps at in the foot of my bed every night. He's like my little protector. <laughs> Him and Honey, hey, yeah. Oh, look at that! He's got the he's perfectly in the camera. Camera. I'll move my mic. Yeah, I see. You see that in, I think, the older battles, where the the leader, it was his confidence that rallied so much of the tr of the troops. Like I think that's where, like the 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 real re rulers in those times, like the leaders of the armies. If it was the king, or even like Napoleon like the generals like they had to have had the respect of the the people the army like they like no one wants to fight a war if you don't have the respect for the the leader <laughs> yeah and yeah, I mean that's what's unfortunately happened in the US at the moment like the respect for the leader is is nil like I, the the patriotism of the U.S. right now has been just blown apart. Like the Americans are like turning in on themselves. I saw that Florida is like possibly going to Florida or Texas. We're going to become their own independence. It's like it's like there's a whole gameplay about out to destroy the US yeah it is a beautiful nation it was uh, a, a nation that was built on uh, very good ideals freedom under God but just like any system it gets corrupted by the fucking <laughs> <laughs> the malevolent, malevolent by the malevolent and I think that's where we went wrong was we lost our understanding of the malevolent and how it operates and so it allowed the malevolent to get into the system and then now it's corrupted yeah So yeah, that's about society building, going back to that. It's like, well, how do you, you build this system that <coughs> doesn't allow the malevolent to get in and, and uh, destroy it? Because, yeah, as soon as greed gets into a society, like, it's that's the end of it. Uh, you know, like, it's a slow death. There's a slow death. But like respect for the government, 
Like why why is the government not respected? Like it's there's a you need to have respect for the for the people who are making the decisions. feel mango purring on my on my body i read so i saw a tiktok video <laughs> they're talking about how the magnif like the health effects of having a purring cat on you how the the harmonics it's like and i it wouldn't surprise me that that cats their vibration and like they they're emitting this like loving kind healing energy it's their thank you for looking after them. Like I, I can, I can see that, I can feel that actually. If I, if I put my intention to it, to say thank you, Mister. I did hear that uh, cat meows are have been like harmonized to a baby crying. So the cat has like developed this meow. Because it knows that, like, that's the sound that gets the the attention from the human. <laughs> that's their little trigger. Meow. Sounds like a baby crying. Yeah, pretty special animals. Yeah, they're amazing animals. I I'd love to know more about the big cats, especially the panther. The panther looks like a really interesting animal. It's so like so just uh, powerful. Yeah, it's like super powerful. Like really long body and just muscles everywhere. <laughs> I saw a, there's one video on YouTube where the the panther actually hunts a caiman crocodile. And that is really amazing how he crawls along the bank and then swims across the river and then pounces on this crocodile. Yeah, knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> but yeah, they're such magnificent hunters. I know they get a bad rap in Australia. So we have to find a solution for that. But yeah, I don't know what the solution is. Well, I'll leave that one out there. Some of those ones are difficult. Cats in Australia. Because I think everyone's right. <laughs> yeah, everyone's right. Like, And it's so, it's like, well... Where? Because you have to allow freedom. This is like society building you have to have freedom so then who starts making these rules that say well you can't have cats because the cats kill uh, native animals 
and then restrictions happen and then people break the rules and you need police and you need uh, courts and you've got to have everything because you, someone said you couldn't have a cat because of the, the nature around and I think this like in Australia like small government has got to that point where like you can't have your dog in the national park you can't take your dog on the beach only designated beaches like there's all these like little rules or laws that have been put in place but they restrict freedom and freedom should be our like number one premise in a society freedom so because you have and this is the this is the point you've got to have we have to have a population that is uh, not going to push the the they're going to f- follow along with the freedom right um, what am I trying to say here I have to think on this one for a second.
Cool, we just invented a new segment. <laughs> a little meditation interlude, I like it. I do like it. Amazing. Ah, yeah. Yeah, we gotta get more meditative meditative in our in our worlds. That's one of the I find it very important for my just processing my life it's uh, just sitting and or running, running's very good I, I, I run every day as yeah, usually every day and uh, it's that's my time for just downloading and just getting new ideas processing old ideas and just it just helps everything to move through a lot faster yeah and when you do it out in nature it's even more uh, rewarding because you've got the beauty around as well to just <laughs> take you out of your head you don't have to be processing all the time that, that can be a trap I guess is when you're just always processing always thinking of dreams and it's good to net to also just slow your mind everything down to zero thoughts that's your there's always that's the intention is to get to that place where there are no thoughts no ideas no dreams just a state of stillness in a way because that's our yeah, that's our that's the our centered place, and we need to come back to that. Uh, well, as much as possible, and it sort of helps pull us back. Yeah, it's like the center coming back into the center. Osho used to say the center and the circumference, and you you come back into the center. Whether when you go out into the world, you're in on the suf the circumference. And so you're living and playing there, because you have. I mean, you have to, but it, it doesn't ha be a have to. It can be a yes, cool. We get to play there on the circumference, but you have to come back to the center. Also, when you do that, whenever you need to. But I think for me, I have like a routine where I, I go for my run in the afternoon. That's sort of my med meditation and run. Do some weights. And that's my routine at the moment. <laughs> and then I'm playing on on the internet for the rest of the day. And I'm also 
doing some things around the property. But yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm, Mr. Mango. Some cats, it's just like all cats have got different purrs as well. Just like humans, all different energies. <laughs> Maybe that's why the Egyptians worshipped the cats, because they were healers. And we know they're healers anyway. They are. Yeah, we've always known them as being healers, like they help. Like they. Uh, like we. With my mum, after my sister passed away, was in, and she was pretty, very upset and struggling. And she, a black cat, arrived on the back doorstep to, to live with her for the rest of her life. Right. So it was, yeah. This cat just knew. It's like this is a little sent from from heaven to help. So the little heavens angels, in cat form. I think that's the same about birds as well. Like they're all little angels from heaven. All we're all on the same quest, which is to bring consciousness to the world, to bring light to the world. And uh, yeah, I think they're they're doing the same thing. They want that too, and they're conscious enough. Uh, that I, I had a, a very interesting. Uh, conversation with a guy who had been doing DMT and he was telling me that he was in the forest like in the Australian bush and he had a DMT uh, pipe and he all the birds were in the all these parrots were around him just walking and that and he took the, the DMT and he went into this other world reality but the the birds were in that reality with him but he could still hear it, but he could hear them all carrying on in in the w in our reality like they were all squawking and like but he could he they were in there with him and I'm like okay well maybe there's a lot more to birds than we th we believe who knows but if they're able to be in the same rea another reality as where he went off to with DMT so yeah, so now everyone, time I look at birds, I'm always looking at them like, "What are you up to?" <laughs> and they're always, they're always looking. They're always everywhere, you know. It's like, you guys, you're all, you're all uh, got. They just they seem wiser than they, than we give them credit for. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I think I. And, you know, like, what we say is, like, believe in the world that you want. And so I want that world. That's why I talk about it. It's like, the, I want that world. I want the world where the animals are way more conscious than we realize. <laughs> and then maybe we can talk to them. Hey, that would be cool. I think we can. Like, there's lots of stories from the past where... It'll be more telepathically being able to connect with an animal. And I think there's many stories from the past. Odin, 
our Norse uh, god. He, God, who I believe was also a man. You know, he the story that he was. I don't want to get off sidetracked. I think I already have. Odin was the this story is that he bought the twelve tribes or he bought the tribes from the Black Sea into Europe and he was shown by the gods because he, he was very magical he had abilities this is what got onto the birds the, uh, he had two crows that would tell him what was happening in the world you know it's like did he have the ability to be able to communicate with the crows and I believe he did because yeah why not and that's the world I want to believe in it's like you do have these those magical powers do exist whether you call them magical it's just connecting into the consciousness one consciousness of course you can connect in to a to another animal yeah but uh, shape-shifting being like being able to turn into an actual animal I wonder I'm sure it's possible. I'm sure there's somebody. There was always that movie, uh, that TV series, True Bloods. Loved it. I'd love to watch it again. But yeah, that they had uh, shapeshifters. But yeah, who knows? Who knows? Sorry, Mingo. Sorry, sound. Mic fall off table. There we go. Yeah, we live in a very amazing world. <laughs> so, so amazing, and there's so many facets to this world and like like I always had a I always found it difficult to get my head around that there's so many people on this planet and they're all doing their own thing they're all just like living a life right now but that's what that's just so mind-blowing my mind blows explodes when I think about like what everyone is doing right at this moment yeah, it's like they, you see those stats, how many babies are being born or how many orgasms are happening at this moment, pop, right? <laughs> Can we tap into that? <laughs> tap into the, that energy, that good energy. But yeah, there's like, there's drama, there's so many stories, so much drama going on. Tears fights, anger, God, you just imagine the shit going down right at this moment, yeah, but I believe like overall, if you like sum it all up, the world is way more light and bright and full of beauty than we think, like I this has always been my feeling I, I, I could never understand it's like 
everyone I meet is really like they've all got they're all kind everyone I meet people every person's kind everyone wants to do good yeah so it's like why are things not good and I I I now like I know it's the the design of the society and the rulers, the leaders. They set the example for the society, and that is why kings and queens just naturally arose. Because the kings and queens, the right ones, are being right for the for the their kingdom yeah a fairy kingdom they would say <coughs> and as i say like y- we need to you got to have a, a model to strive for if that's what you want you want to have this you want to build a fairy kingdom Because why not? Why wouldn't you aim for that? Where the we've reached maximum uh, harmony <laughs> for a society. Yeah, where the harmony uh, is is there. People walk in like I saw it here in the at Mindful Earth when there was. There was certain times where there was so much harmony. Everyone was just, just right. The weather was beautiful, and everyone was just jiving and doing their thing and getting a lot. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of love, and so that that energy. Mm. Yeah, that energy all year round, every year, all the time. And of course you have, you're not always going to be in high vibes, but there's a, a sense of belonging, there's a sense of, uh, there's a sense of family, purpose, respect, trust, freedom, all these things that we all crave, friends, lovers, uh, yeah, all these things, support, Security. Yeah, the, all these things that that's all we really want. <coughs> and we want to have it celebrate. We want to have a good time. So you, you have the right people that want that as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's what do you want in your society? That's what you have. You need in your leaders. Bang. Society equals leaders. <laughs> Societal design. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's, like, I think the Greeks got it right, or the Romans got it right for a while. I think they had a pretty cool society. They were, like, elevated. The Elysian mysteries where they had, like, ceremonial 
uh, like ayahuasca sessions with the whole population or the invited ones. Like it was a mystery, it was kept secret. It was the secret of the Greek, the Greek state, I think. You know, no one talked about it. Like, what the hell? What's that about? But yeah, they had they had celebration. They had spiritual togetherness. They had ceremonies to bring to keep their people together, and to keep building and building and building and being stronger and wiser and more 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 creative. Like that's the aim of the civilization, the society. And I think, yeah, I, I need to learn more about the Greeks and the Romans. But my gut feel is the Romans sort of went bad. They turned into a bad egg towards the end. But that's what happens. Bad eggs, this things fail. It falls apart. You lose th your people. If you lose your people, you haven't looked after the people. If you haven't healed the people and given them riches rather than taken away from them. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... I love it. I love it. I love podcasting. <laughs> yes. Mm. Everything stems on the people. How they're respected. And how they're educated. The morals that they're given, I guess. The freedoms that they're given. The effort to bring them higher. And Australia, I believe, had... I mean, we've got one of... The, we have got one of the strongest. Like, we don't have much culture, but there's a, there is a moral sort of do the right thing in Australian culture. People like to help out. So yeah, that that exists in, in Australia, which is great. Like I know of the in Turkey and Iran, they have where they just accept in every guest. <laughs> Everyone's welcome, and because you never know if God is going to turn up on your doorstep. That's what they they say. So it's like, okay, welcome. And they they come from a culture like it's uh, Zoroastrianism, like the past the the, uh, the Persians. They yeah Zoroastrianism is a really interesting religion and really worth looking into. There's not a lot of information about it because it's been tried to be destroyed. Their whole that whole religion and the people have been persecuted because of their belief systems. I believe, um, but they had the Zoroastra 
was their prophet and his main stay was that do good good thoughts good words good deeds and his the religion was based on building societies good societies believe it or not <laughs> like and they they worshiped the fire god they were like the fire worshippers and so they had the there's a flame that's never been unlit somewhere in Iran for like two and a half thousand years. The Parsi in India, I think they're called. But yeah, they're like a really interesting uh, religion. On, But it was... Hello, Mango, come on. Because it it's more structured around building the society rather than just... So that's the thing, there's we're not really there's not a lot of text from the past that we know of of how to how to build our societies, how to structure them. You have these law documents. But I don't see many books on how how the courts should be designed, how how many people what is the structure of the 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 structure of the decision making in a kingdom? How does that work? I've never seen that before. Like what? All that information. How did the church work in with the like the, they play an important role. They want they the church is the role of providing for the people what they need in a spiritual perspective. So it's a very important role. You got to have. You got to keep elevating the people. And, yeah, y everyone can have different beliefs. This is more consciousness, wisdom. And you can use all... Every path has practices you can choose. If you're a Muslim, you can... You can follow those beliefs. And then you've got the Sufism, which is a branch of, be of being Muslim. So there's, there's all the same paths leading to the same place. But, yeah, it's... Uh, your your church is important in a, in looking in a society, I believe.
were underwater there for a second. That was Mango, the cat, our lovely pussycat that we have. He's, he really is a purr ball. <laughs> he loved to purr. He's very kind. We had two kittens and he looked after both of them. He's a very good father. <laughs> yeah. Now we have one one survived. Uh, and she is named Honey. And Honey is also very, she's just like very small for a cat. Very timid, but very beautiful. And he looked after Honey. He raised Honey. To the point where I think they even were like sucking on his nipples. Because <laughs> I think they, the male cat still has little nipples. I think. Don't quote me. How are we going for time there? Whoa, look at that. An hour and two minutes. Amazing. I think uh, an hour is a good time. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you for... Uh, thank you to myself for making this happen. It's good to share with who, who may hear. And... Uh, gives me an outlet to talk about things that I think about or what come to me alright who knows I might do another podcast later but you just never know alrighty much love ciao bellas